So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Blog Talk Radio. This is that feeling that you get right before you pull into the water box or right after you do your burnout. Check them straps. Roll your neck a little bit. Take a couple deep breaths. You bumping it in. And you let go. And it's the top of the bottom and you know you crushed it. You get the 500 foot out and you start beating the pedal out of that thing. You get to the finish line. You lock them, drop them. Whatever you do. This is that feeling right here. Founded in 1968, Sassy Racing Engines, your supercharged Hemi Superstore, has become the preeminent builder of not only Hemi tractor pulling engines, but drag racing engines as well. Their engines have won over 40 NTPA Pro Pulling League championships, including the 2014 East Coast Pro Comp Association Drag Racing Championship. Can't find what you're looking for? Be sure to check out their large inventory at www.sassyracingengines.com or give the shop a call at 603-529-2814. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, This is Jacob Elrod, the 2015 NHRA 990 World Champ and 2016 IHRA 990 World Champ. When I need the latest in sportsman drag racing news, I tune into Wheels Up Radio Live, Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. Check out Wheels Up Radio on Facebook and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Team Elrod. I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue.
right, everybody, everybody needs to be quiet. Wheels Up Radio is quietly and proud and pleased to present the newest drag racing daddy in all of Division One. He's taking a little time to come on and hang out with us, talk about his season, his championship, and the very recent, like three days ago recent, birth of his first son, James. So with that being said, we're going to be joined in just a little while by Jason Lawrence. Again, Jason and his lovely wife welcomed their first baby uh, a couple days ago, little James. So we're very pleased to welcome the newest, youngest member to the Wheels Up Radio family. James Lawrence is going to be in the background listening to Dad do his interview. Rocking on. So again, Jason had a banner year. We look forward to talking to him. We're also going to be talking to the man that I like to refer to as the comedian. You're going to ask why? Well, when Jacob Elrod joins us, he usually has everybody laughing. Um, but he's also got a new title that's going along with Drag Racer Extraordinaire Businessman um, Comedian and now uh, getting involved in race promotion. Uh, it's going to be coming on to talk about that. He's going to do a big race next year and uh, his big announcement. They've already announced it, but he's going to make it um, official with us and give us all the all the scoop and the details. So, yes, Carrie, Jason Lawrence is a good guy. I've had the chance to talk to him a bunch of times. Um, we're just having a little fun at their expense. That's okay, though. You know that. Um, but here we are. It's Wednesday night. We are, uh, you know, about a day and a half away from the beginning of the end of the uh, 2017 NHRA championship drag racing season. And uh, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to talk a little bit more about the pro stock stuff. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Larry Dixon stuff. But uh, with that being all said, first off, we have to start out by introducing the man who actually wrapped up the Tri-State Stock Super Stock Association's 2017 season as well this past weekend. They only got one out of two days in because old Mother Nature had to roll in and ruin the fun. But uh, he had a great birthday weekend hanging out with his racer friends. So please welcome Mike Carr. Well, good evening, Chris, and everybody out there on Wheels Up Radio Land. Hope you're doing well this evening. And, yeah, we only got half of the one of the two races run, but it was a good time. We got there Friday afternoon, sat and had a couple of drinks and good conversation with Terry Knott, his girlfriend, Paul Roderick and his wife and stuff. And then we all, <clears throat> excuse me, had the racers dinner at Texas Roadhouse on Saturday night. And that was a lot of fun. And I guess, you know, as good a fun as you can have, you know, the main big race on Sunday was rained out, but I was thinking about it. And I think I even wrote about it on Facebook. I said, this is my 23rd year in a row going to this race and it's always been early November and only two rainouts in 23 years I would say is pretty good odds you know I think any promoter would probably take those odds but 
a little disappointing, but I guess, you know, life and things could always be a heck of a lot worse. And, you know, we made the most and had fun while we were there and it was a good time. So with it being this close to the winter months, have you ever gotten snow while you were down there at that event? One year, it, it even snowed on the Sunday race, but it was just a few flakes flying around, nothing accumulating, nothing getting, you know, melting on the track or nothing. But it was cold enough to snow down there one year, and other years we've been there and was in the 80s. So kind of had a mixed bag, I guess, of weather over the 23 years going there. But um, I should uh, send congratulations out to our season champ, Tom Loskett, Got the B and C stock automatic 69 road <clears throat> road runner, excuse me, 446 back car. So Tom took his third championship with us uh, since the series started in 1997. So, so everything, I guess, it's you know, it was disappointing to get rained out, but we had fun while we were there, and you know. Like I said, twice, excuse me, twice in 23 years is not bad odds. And things in life in general, you know, could always be a heck of a lot worse. So we had fun while we were there. It was a good time. And um, looking forward to getting back at it for next year. So with that being said, now that the um, schedules are all out, the divisional and the national schedule, are you already starting to uh, look at dates for next year? Yeah, I've looked at a few, and <clears throat> excuse me, I don't know why my throat's acting up, but uh, it's going to be easier, I think, this year making a schedule because I won't have to worry about trying to avoid conflicts with IHRA races, obviously, and we've talked plenty about that. So, you know, as long as there's not a race, I guess, you know, Columbus, Norwalk, Maybe Maple Grove or so, but a lot of <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of guys around here don't go to Maple Grove it's like they used to. So I would say this year ought to be quite a bit easier for me to make a schedule for our series because we don't have to worry about IHRA stuff. And there's quite a few people in our series that have IHRA legal cars, IHRA only, like Crate Motors and whatever, but. Um, I already stated, I said, next year we're going to allow IHRA cars next year, excuse me, to compete. If your car was legal to race with IHRA this year, you'll be legal to race with us next year. So so schedule-wise, I would think it would be a little easier not having to worry about the IHRA side of things. Right. Cool. Uh. So, like I said, we, you know, we had some information about the pro stock stuff. We discussed that a little bit last week. Um, Larry Dixon thing came out, you know, with the two-seater car, and to to a certain extent, the vast right-wing conspiracy stuff is coming out. But uh, that'll be something I think we'll get, if we have time, we'll get into it a little bit more um, later on. But while we're waiting for uh, Jason to join us, of course. We're, like I said, at the beginning of the uh, end of the 2017 NHRA drag racing season. 
Yeah, uh, Pomona, the World Finals, uh, whatever they call it now, Winston Final. You know, it used to be the Winston. Uh, kicks off tomorrow in Pomona, California. It's the last NHRA national event of the year. They'll have the uh, bracket racers out there, the top seven, at least the seven division champs in each class, running for the NHRA World Championship in the bracket classes. So one last hoorah for quite a few people, I'm sure, and kind of stinks, you know. I mean, not just our season wrapped up last weekend, but now everything has gone away, and with the exception of, I believe, the Chili Bowl, which the Chili Bowl is in January, correct? I believe it is, yes. But other than that, then you and I, I know you and I both look forward to the 24 hours in Daytona, and that's even January or something, too. So It's usually the, the third weekend of January, typically. Okay, well, it'll be a... You know, I'm I'm not a big fan of I don't watch a lot of television if it's not auto racing or pro wrestling and yeah you can make fun of me if you want I still watch but 30 years later I still watch pro wrestling and a friend of mine said something to me about it. I said well wait a minute pro wrestling is as real as the crap that you watch on TV you know like the fake quote unquote reality shows but I don't watch a lot of TV so it'll be kind of a like every year, I guess, for me, it's boring winter. You know, I described to my doctor a couple of years ago is I didn't need to go see another doctor. I know I have, like, seasonal depression because the one year I was gone 18 weekends racing from the end of March till beginning of November, not counting if I got a Saturday or Sunday off to go out to Quaker City and race. But you do that, you know, for eight months and then you have four months of nothing, it's probably a lot of people just kind of, you know, what the hell do we do now? There's nothing really to do. That's right. Uh, we do have up here in the uh, in the great state of Maine, uh, we will have a huge, huge event this Saturday. Of course, I am talking about the marriage of uh, Lauren Coltrera, daughter of Steve Coltrera, and she's co-owner with her parents of Eastern VP Race Fields. Uh, her and her wonderful fiance, matter of days away, being husband Tyler Small, um, going to be tying the knot. I'm going to be going to that, so looking forward to that. Um, bunch of great people from Division One are going to be there. Charlie Yannetti is going to be there. So, you know, the uh, as Charlie says, the two-tap rule will be in effect. So, and um, <laughs> looking forward to hanging out with uh, with Rob Hyatt, Craig and Yvonne Michaud are going to be there. So, um, Bob Broadbent's going to be there. I've known Bob since I was like six years old. Um, he worked for, in our for our family at our one of the garages my family owned um, for ever. So it's going to be a good time. Looking forward to it. Go have a good time. See some racer friends and watch Tyler and Lauren tie the knot. And I told him you better be ready because I I sneak attack them at the racetrack. That doesn't mean I'm not going to sneak attack them at their wedding, 
with the cameras. So. <laughs> yeah, things like that are pretty fun. You know, I I don't think I've ever been to a drag racing wedding. Um, there's a local place, uh, Cycle Motion, does snowmobiles and motorcycles and different stuff. They always, <clears throat> excuse me, Rick Pearson that owns the place, Stock Eliminator, now he bracket races out of Quaker. And not last year, but for the years before that, he'd have two practice tree parties at his place. So a bunch of us, so it was probably, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, hey, Mike, let me, so learn, right? let me interrupt you for just one sec. I got to step away and answer the phone, and I will be right back. Okay? Okay. All right, go ahead, my friend. I was saying about um, Rick and Cycle Motion, they had a couple practice tree parties. So it was kind of nice in January or February, whenever, you know, get a chance to get together, see your friends that you race with and against all year, something to do in the off season. And, you know, I used to race, even though I, I was never up for an award, we went to Hershey every year for the NHRA Division One banquet. And it was the same thing. It was a chance to see your friends, you know, celebrate them winning an award if they did. And so it's always nice, like what Chris was describing, to have a get-together in the off-season, you know, to see your friends, you know, party, do go to dinner, whatever the case is. And, um, you know, it's, you know good, good luck to uh, Tyler and Lauren and, in their future, I guess. And myself as a racer, I always use BP fuel. So it's the family has a good history, I guess, in that regard. And, um, but yeah, the season's wrapping up and, uh, I'll just pull up the, uh, entry list. The pretty full at Pomona, it's, um, all the sportsman classes are full or over full. Uh, Stock Eliminator ended up one below, and there was a post the other day. Somebody withdrew two minutes before the deadline, and when the guy that was trying to get in saw that, he was about 30 seconds, I guess, too late to get into Pomona, which is, a lot of people said it's kind of, you got to give it like a one-hour grace period, I guess, but... You know, I don't know if right. you saw that, Chris. Yeah, I saw that the other day, uh, yesterday over on uh, Class Racer. Um, listen, Mike, what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back, and we will be talking to our first guest, Jason Lawrence, is on with us. So we shall return in just a matter of seconds. Just like drag racing, it's all about having the power you need when you need it. It's the same for your business. You need power to keep the lights on and business humming. That's where Power Technologies Electrical Contractors comes in. Your single source electrical contractor for all your industrial, commercial, retail, and fire alarm needs. Proudly serving New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and Maine, PowerTech has the staff and the equipment to get your project done on time and on budget. It's all about the power at Power Technologies Electrical Contractors. Call them at 603-898-4223. That's 603-898-4223. Or check them out online at PowerTechNH.com. 
Well, it's kind of interesting. We're going to kick that in, this interview off with uh, the 2017 uh, NHRA Division One Super Street Champ. With you are the chosen one, and I'll tell you what, chosen one, you had the chosen season, and you came out on top in more ways than one, didn't you, Jason Lawrence? Yeah, it's been it's been a pretty amazing uh, weekend this past weekend. I mean, what we you you kind of took 2016 off to just kind of you know you got married and just took care of some stuff. Um, did a ton of work on the car. Did you come into 17 going? All right, we're gonna we're gonna put it to it and see what happens, or just gonna kind of, or did you kind of go? Let's see how it plays out. I I, I had. Um... Like you said, I, the past two years of my life have been great. Um, got married, redid the car, and then uh, you know, getting into the season, I'm you know, I was just I, I sat back, I had a different perspective on it. I, I watched all of 2016, and I paid close attention to what people did, how they did, and things like that. And I, I just came out with a different game plan. And I'm like, I really wanted to. What I really wanted to do in the end was better fourth place because we had fourth place three years in a row. <laughs> so right. <laughs> in the end, I really wanted to be better than fourth place because doing that three times is great, but it's like, all right, let's move up the ladder. But um, Right, right. Yeah, I, I, just, I had a different perspective this year, and I just looked at things differently. And, and I don't know. I just, you know, in the beginning of the season, it was a little little rough. Virginia didn't work out too well. Um, Maple Grove, we did pretty good uh and then uh lebanon valley we had a little bit of a hiccup and i had to leave early um after first round and then uh man once epping after epping we won epping then it just the ball started rolling right uh, now to kick the season off did you have one race where you just said uh, uh, just why am i why did i do this um Nah, I mean, not really. Uh, or, or after Lebanon Valley was our tough one. Uh, like I said, a little incident happened. I had to leave after first round, um, and we would have been into the second round. But I, I just needed to leave, and I needed to be where I was. And right. I just kind of thought to myself at that point, I'm like, mm, the season might be over, and I just I want to be home, and I want to be by my wife's side and just make sure everything's okay. Obviously, everything's okay. We have a healthy baby boy. Um, but I, I just, you know, at that time, I'm like, yeah, just, and my wife, I mean, she's awesome. She she supported me 100%. She pushed me. She's like, just just go. Just go back. <laughs> everything's fine. No problems. Just just keep going and keep at it. And that's, I use that and use that motivation. I just kept at it. <laughs> cool, cool. Now, obviously, going through the summer months, like I said, you kind of your 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 momentum seemed to to pick up and you know mm-hmm. kind of turn your way a little bit. Yeah. Um, when did when did you really truly get a grasp on the fact that you, you might have a fighting chance at this? Um, Cecil County was uh, I. <laughs> Pete Sanka, I love that guy. But me and him ran each other four times this year. Well, who would have? Uh, I would have had him second round at Lebanon Valley. But we ended up running four times against each other this year. And he, he beat me up at uh, Cecil County pretty good. 
Um, after yeah. that round, I was pretty pretty upset with myself and pretty upset and thinking like, oh, well, that that's it in a nutshell. I probably just you know I I blew it there and it's over. Um, but after after English Town, I was like, wow, I think we really we really can do this. You know, we went to the to the semifinals and kind of really increased the lead. Um, an unfortunate mishap for uh, one of the guy in second was Garbinski. Something unfortunate happened, and we would have loved to, to help him out. But after all of that, and I, I went to the semis, it was like, wow, we really really got a chance here. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, you kind of you wrapped up the season not only – with the championship, but you had a, had a pretty good run at Maple Grove too, a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's been, again, it's, it's been an unbelievable year um, all the way around in all aspects of my life. I mean, can't ask for a better year. Absolutely. Now, when your wife told you that you guys are going to have a baby, did you mm-hmm. did it ever think of, that you needed to step back, or you were just going to keep hammer down like you originally planned before you found that out? We talked, and it was more of her being comfortable. It was, I, I, I for the most part, I knew she was going to want me to run. Um, right. But I, I just wanted to make sure she was comfortable with it. I didn't want to just go like, no, I'm running. That's it. That's all there is to it. Now we had a good right, conversation, right. and she was like, you know. <laughs> Got nine months until it shows up, so you got plenty of time. <laughs> so, you know, right. We, and she, she again, she encouraged me this whole time to keep running, to keep out there, and keep at it. Uh, I mean, she was my biggest supporter out of everybody in my life. So that's awesome. And now you have a championship. You have a beautiful mm-hmm. baby boy by the name of James. Um, Mm -hmm. Your wife, you guys are home Everybody's happy, everybody's healthy The most important thing Mm -hmm. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely And uh, Like I said, when we talked before you came on um, Had a a rough night But it's it's only My son's 14 So I'm kind of out of the newborn loop But uh, Mm -hmm. it, It gets better It will It'll all smooth out, and all of a sudden, everybody's going to fall into a into a routine, and it's going to go smooth. Yeah, me and her again. We talked last night as it as we were going on and on and on, and I kept dragging on, and you know, we looked at each other, and we know that that this isn't the rest of our lives in the sense of being up all night every night for the, every day until you know <laughs> until they're eighteen or whatever. <laughs> This is right. this is just this is just this is just now and then eventually it'll get on our time clock and time frame and things will go smooth, hopefully. Cool, cool. <laughs> um, you know you know Carrie Corey, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, she yeah, just the, uh, sent me a message. Yes, yes, she just sent me a message and uh, wanted me to tell you she can't wait to hold baby James at the uh, D1 banquet. Well, he will be there, and tonight we were we had to pick the crib up tonight. And while we were there, me and my father were waiting for him to bring the crib out, and we saw a couple little tuxedos and stuff. So we're getting all excited and getting them ready. So we'll have a nice little tuxedo when he shows up. That's awesome. So you're already thinking junior dragster? 
Uh, it's, it's funny, <laughs> not that I'm counting, but what do I have? I have uh, four years and 361 days to go, I think is what it is, but I'm not counting or anything. <laughs> uh, you got it broken down to hours? <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, God. Uh, so, uh, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, first of all, uh, congratulations on on your championship. Thank you. And uh, I I ran IHRA. I chased points a couple of years, but when it, you know I went into the last day of the year in fourth and screwed up first round and um, stuff. But you know a lot of people have said that they don't get really necessarily rattled, but they kind of it really wears on them when they know they're in the points hunt for a whole year like you were. Did it really any kind of in any way wear on you a little bit or anything like that? Um, this is where I have to insert somebody who's helped me out a lot, uh, Bud McNasby, uh, Bud's Bracket School. I can't say enough good things about him. Uh, he has really changed my program around, really changed my thought process around, and the way he we discussed things and went through this season, it's a um, moment over kind of a deal where you go out and you run and say you do good, you know, second round, you have a stellar round, you win the round, and you do it in a crazy great fashion. Moment's over, next round. Forget what happened. Moment's over. Then if you have a, a good loss, you know what I mean, where, or I mean a, a, a bad win is what I'm trying to say, where you're horrible in the tree, but you squeak out the wind on the other side, don't dwell in the bad light. You got the next round. Moment over. And that's how we ran this season. You know, you won the, you won Epping. Great. Moment's over. You, you enjoy that moment, and then before the next race, you're already focused and hungry to win that race. Like if Epping never happened. Yeah, I met. I like that thinking. So I met Bud several years ago, and he, he is a great guy, and it's always you know, positive to have people like that, you know, on your side. And I I know what you mean. I've had a lot of races where I had a bad round or two, but I ended up winning the race. I had some where I was good and just wasn't quite good enough. So, yeah, sometimes, you know, you might think for a minute, you know, yeah, I was good or boo, I was bad, but then you got to kind of brush it off and move on. Yeah, I mean – there's, there's there's such things as a good loss, and there's such things as a bad win, and it's you just have to remember to look at the time slip and use the time slip for what it is. All this is information for the next round, and then you just go into the next round with whatever information you need. Okay, so I missed on the tree. That's fine. I realized it. Knew it was a you know ten or twenty miss on the tree, whatever the miss ends up being. And just use that for okay. I missed. I know I missed. My dial or my uh, react delay is still correct. I should still come up this and just go out there and hit it again and just forget about what happened. I mean, it's it's taken me a long time to do this, and I still fumble here and there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's 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 how I run. And again, that's a lot of work for me and Bud. Uh, hours and hours of on the phone and late nights of working on the practice tree and stuff. I mean, I'm constantly on the practice tree all season, you know, 50 to hundred hits a night just to, to do it so I don't miss. And if I do to learn how to block it out and keep moving forward. 
Yeah, it's, you know, cool. <clears throat> you know, practice makes perfect, and I know a lot of people that do that on a practice tree. When I I used to race, I was never anything great, but a, we were in September, and a guy asked me, he said, you know, he wanted to be as good as me, and I, I was pretty good, you know, in brackets and stuff, and I said, you know, about seat time, and I said, how many times you been out this year? And he said, it's my third or fourth time this year. And I, I didn't mean to, but I kind of laughed. And he said, what? I said, this is my fourth time out this month. I said, you got to, you know, and he had, a, he had the time and all the time in the world. He just, he didn't want to be that, I guess, committed to it. And I told him, you know, you're not going to get any better if you're racing once every other month. And I'm racing three times a month, so... You know, like you said with the practice tree, I know a lot of people do that, and they're the kind of people that are really committed to their craft. They're they're really all in. Yeah, I I mean, and with what you're saying about running a lot, me and Jake Barbada, we, we we have a joke going back and forth. He's like, if there's a race you're at, you can double up, triple up, quadruple up. You're going to do it because we you know we show up for one of the massive races. Um, I run the massive race. And I joined in the Super Pro, so I'm doubled up. Everywhere I go, if I can double enter, I'm double entered. Big money races, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm double entered, triple entered. If if I have opportunity to drive two cars, I'm going to do it. You know, <laughs> more seat time, more time you're going down the track. The more you get into different scenarios, the more you learn different things, see different things, and pick up on different things. Seat time is key. Practice is key. Cool. Yeah, my my street car I used to. I double enter and run street and trophy with the same car. So it just, you know, I looked at it as when I got ready for first round, you know, I had four time trials. The other guy or girl only had two. So I was kind of the same way. I double entered if and when I could as much as I could. Absolutely. So. Jumping the gun a little bit, have, are you already looking forward to what you guys are going to do race-wise for 2018? Yeah, we're um, uh, obviously there's another point series going on, the Jags All Stars, that we're uh, leading that as well. So now we're we're you know we're enjoying this moment, and then like I said, after Hershey, moments over, back to work, um, and right. we'll you know you know get the car ready, make sure it's ready to go, and. Uh, do a little uh, early season testing, make sure we're uh, ready for Virginia because that's the last points race for that. Um, probably go to ACO, do some Tuesday night gamblers races, things like that, get myself, you know, blow the cobwebs off kind of a thing, and then uh, right. go out and hit, it, uh, hit the ground running again and hopefully maybe uh, awesome. get to go to the All-Stars again. Awesome, awesome. Now, how about all the people that help make this uh, championship season help, you know? Um Dave Cray is the car owner. Uh, I mean, he's the greatest truck guy you could probably drive for on the face of the earth. He is, he is hands down, top notch. Uh, this is his father's car. That's why the car looks the way it does, because this is what it looked like when his father drove. Um, and he supports us 110%. Uh, Bud McNasby and Bud's place, again, can't say enough good things about him. Everything he's done for me. Um, Ron Ross, Simon at Performance, he's the guy that did the motor in it. Uh, uh, the car's killer. It's it's always there for me, and <laughs> can't ask for anything better. 
Walt Hodge Jr., uh, Mike Rosen. Mike Rosen, congratulations on his championship at Lebanon Valley and Pro. The the the, the Bud and the the other two, uh, Mike and Walt, were constantly talking to each other. We're working with each other, feeding off of each other. You know, uh, you know he has a good race, and I'm like, well, I I, I got to I'm going to do a good race. Um, Jay Neville, he's one of my uh, best friends. He's always uh, he he runs Super Street. He ran Super Comp at the end of the season. Uh, he's always by my side. Always stays at the track. Um, my father, of course. Uh, my father is the guy who tunes the car, does the maintenance, puts the car, you know, puts the uh, number in the box to make it go 1090, make it go whatever it wants. I mean, he pours his heart and soul into this, and I wouldn't be where I am now with this championship if it wasn't for him. He's a huge part of this. It's a it's a team effort. It's me and him all the way. Um, my mom, for all her support, always, my family. And, of course, again, like I said in the beginning, my wife, I mean, she was, she's the one that really kept me going this year, you know. Like I said, I'd be like, oh, you know, you sure you want me to stay home? I'll, 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 it's, it's a racing. I can do it next year. It's no big deal. No, you got to be out there. This is what we were doing. It's fine. Just go. I got it. Everything's okay. So, I mean, she big-time support, and I can't can't thank her enough um and then obviously i guess i have a new little fan now my my son james <laughs> <laughs> well very cool well listen we don't want to keep you on forever but we wanted to have you come on and say congratulations obviously first off on the birth of your son james um congratulations to both you and your wife and your entire family and congratulations on your championship in uh, NHRA Division One and Super Street. You know, hell of a thank season, you. man. Nothing to nothing at all to sneeze at. No, thank you. And it, it has. It's been it's been our best season. And all we can do is go out there and fight and try to do it again next year. Absolutely, my friend. Well, listen. Go take care of your wife and your baby. Get on out of here and um, have a great night. Get you guys get some sleep, and um, we'll keep in touch with you. Thanks. Uh, talk to you guys later, and thanks for everything. All right, Jason. All right. Thanks, Jason. All right. Jason Lawrence, like I said, you're uh, NHRA Division One, 2017 Super Street champ. We probably could have talked for a while longer, but I felt I wanted him to go take go be able to hang out with his wife and their new baby. So, uh, let's see. Let's take a little break. And uh, Jacob Elrod running a little late, so he will be coming on. Uh, but let's take a break, and we'll be right back. Are you looking for reliable auto repair, a place that genuinely is invested in your auto care experience? Southern New Hampshire Undercar has you covered, from basic auto repair and maintenance to custom exhaust work. Owner Dan Christopher has been in the auto business for over 20 years. You can look them up online at southernnewhampshireundercard.com or give them a call at 603-329-6650. Founded in 1959, S&W Performance Group is known worldwide as the leader in drag race chassis development and innovation. Their custom-built, award-winning S&W race cars are used by many of the leading NHRA and IHRA professional nostalgia and sportsman race teams. Their 27,000-square-foot headquarters houses a full line of affordable chassis kits, roll bars and roll cages, suspension parts, rollers to complete race cars, and much more. 
specialized Made in the USA bolt-on products by S&W Race Parts, CamaroGuys.com, and MustangGuys.com are used by do-it-yourselfers and professionals around the world. S&W Rod Parts are designed for use in custom cars, pro street cars, pro touring cars, street rods, and rat rods. Specialized components are also produced for off-road trucks and RVs. The commercial division, S&W Precision Specialties, provides water jet cutting, MIG and TIG welding, sheet metal forming, round or rectangular tube bending, and a full-service machine shop that includes custom-built trophies and awards. For more information, visit www.swracecars.com or call 800-523-3353. I got to go answer the phone. I think Jacob is calling in right now. I shall return in just one moment. All right. We are back, and we have joining us. He's got many titles. <laughs> he's he's the comedian. Who knows which hat we're he's wearing the, these days. Uh, yeah, he's he's dad. He's the comedian. He's the driver. He's the businessman. He's the sponsor chaser. The sponsor hand kisser. And uh, for whatever reason, he decided he was going to take up the uh, the last hour that he actually had in his day, and uh, now decided to add race promoter. There you're right, right. Resume. So with that being said, would everybody please welcome? The uh, official Wheels Up Radio comedy man himself, Jacob Elrod, to the show. How's it going, everybody? We're having a great night. Great night. I didn't get to. I didn't didn't get to uh, jump on and hear the uh, the first part of the show tonight because I'm just actually just getting out of a, a client meeting. You know, one of the hats that we wear here as a. Uh, you know, in the financial office, what what allows me the flexibility to set my own schedule, the real work that I do, uh, not nine to five. <laughs> the at at uh, Elrod World Headquarters. Yeah, and well, I heard Prestige Worldwide is already taken, so I can't have that name. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm working on the boat. I don't have oh, the hose yet, but I'm working on the boat. Is it going to be yeah. like the boat in uh, Wolf of Wall Street? 
Uh, you know what? I didn't. I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street. I don't know. That's, oh, that's dude, you've got to you've got to see Wolf of Wall Street. Do not let your daughter watch that movie, but you got to watch <laughs> it. No, I, I heard it's uh, I heard it's not the one that they can easily make into a made-for-TV. I don't think it's going to be on TBS anytime yeah. soon. No, I, I think you got that one right. What yeah. would they have left? If, yeah. they tried yeah. to, if they edited it down, it'd be about three and a half seconds long. <laughs> Was there like 10,000 F-bombs in it or something? Amongst other things, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, do we have anybody else online on with one. it? We have the the man, the myth, the legend. Of course, I'm talking about Mike Carr. Mike, 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 Mike. How you doing, <laughs> dude? I'm doing great, great. And it's Wednesday, Mike. <laughs> so yes, uh, actually, Jacob, listening, listening um, from her house right now. You, she's a, a first time winner in Super Street. Um, she won at English Town. You may have heard of her, uh, Carrie Corey. That, I don't know if that name that's, that name ring a bell. I I had seen her name. We went out and cracked them. I, I you know I think I did uh, more paying attention this year just to kind of get in tune with uh, what was going on with the race results. Uh, you know I think a big part of that uh, was was not what necessarily I could go in and read online, but just the uh, the additional follow-ups, some some great radio content that's been available for people to to tune in to you know win and runner-up results throughout the year. So especially on the sportsman side. Yeah, on Monday night starting at seven o'clock, right? That that's right. Yeah, yeah, rocking radio and the weekend that's... recaps and all those. Yeah, we're fans. Absolutely. Yes, Carrie. She he knows who you are, and he's afraid. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa! I don't know about that. I, I only, I'm only afraid of my mama. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we're only so, afraid of my mom and the IRS. <laughs> there you go. So, well, I guess let's. How did 2017 treat you? Oh, you know what? Race-wise, 17, we did, we did fairly well. I think I finished top 10 in the IHRA. Uh, with the remainder points that they had, uh, finished second after leading in uh, Division Three Super Comp and Super Gas at different times throughout the year. Uh, ended up finishing second um, in uh, Division Three Super Comp, second in Division Three Super Gas. So, you know, I should I should be doing cartwheels and and saying like, you know, man, that's awesome. We had a great year. Um, I think I set the bar so high for myself that, you know, if I don't mean my own expectations, uh, you know, going into the last division race of the year with, uh, you know, two, three round lead or more and, and walking out, uh, two rounds behind and giving up the lead and not winning the division kind of, it kind of hurts. Uh, right. plus a gold card, you know, anybody that's got one before you get a gold card, man, it covers your entry fees at national divisionals. That's, that's huge. That's a huge swing financially. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, kind of bruised my own ego by not finishing out the year that I was supposed to. And uh, right now, now we're sitting fifth nationally in Super Gas, and I think I was sixth uh, nationally in Super Comp, in the, you know, in the top ten national reward points. 
So, you know, my goal at the start of the year was to finish top 10 in both cars, win a division, and uh, win a double, either a double divisional, you know, both cars are the same, same day in divisional or a national. So right. I got close. I, I checked at least one of the boxes off. I, you know, I should be doing there you go. I should be thrilled. Now, with the kind of, I don't want to say death, but the um, doom and gloom that is officially surrounding IHRA now, what do you what are you thinking for next year? Um, I haven't made a, a, a schedule up for IHRA races yet. Uh, I don't know if they've announced the schedule yet. I know they've announced the the preliminary format, you know, the bracket format, um, right. all top, all box, and juniors. So I think they're chasing the, you know, the weekend warrior that doesn't want to travel real far that normally would run top box, you know, box mod, uh, pro, super pro, and juniors. So they're going to catch those right. on the on the the local circuit. People that don't have to now travel real far. I've heard rumors right. on what they're going to pay, not officially, you know, not from an official, but I've I've heard from people that I trust are in the know. Um, haven't heard the entry fee yet. I did hear they are going to potentially have buybacks for it. So that's going to be very similar to your local local track format. Um, I know my teammate Patrick Forster out of Pittsburgh. Uh, his schedule would probably allow that he's probably more apt to run, um, you know, box. And he's got a son, PJ, that's got a, a twin to my super comp car that's like a little Sunoco junior dragster. So, you know, I'm sure PJ wants to run juniors. Um, I don't know. Until, until I see the, the official schedule, I, I haven't made up my mind how many I can chase or if they have points, you know, in addition to the, the money. I mean, if they pay – five grand to win box uh, with buybacks, depending on how many cars there are and, and how far you have to travel to go to them. Um, I guess if there's a point series at the end, given what summit has supported them in the past, if, uh, if there's a summit racing equipment points fund for the, the box champion at the end of the year or, or top 10, even, you know, you could, you could be looking at a very lucrative series you know, five grand Saturday, five grand Sunday. And, and at the end of the year, you walk out with a bunch of money. Um, right. huge. I mean, maybe, maybe it's 10 grand, maybe it's 50. I mean, you know, it's really summit summit has, uh, had a major investment in IHRA the last 10 years. So if they're anywhere close to what they've invested in the past, what else would they put it on besides either the race purse or the championship purse? So you right, could have a true right. box or a true boat, no box champion. Um, so that'll, that, I mean, that'll probably weigh into what we go to. Um, as of right now, I've got my NHRA schedule made up for division three and, uh, national events. So we've got that part of it made up. And then, uh, cool. you know, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at some other bracket races, uh, including in my own. Now on the subject of things that Jacob Alrod likes to throw upon himself and his desk. Let's uh let's talk about this little endeavor that uh you have uh taken on. Yeah, so um as many people know I won the I won so I won the Super Gas Championship in in uh twenty fifteen 
And uh, upon, you know, some grief that I caught in uh, our car, as most racers have, I had a to-do list, you know, a wish list. If I were ever to start over, what what I would have on a race car. And, and it's super gas. It is a, you know, it's a specific type of chassis to, to get it to leave and, and flat the throttle stop, much like the super street. And so I had this list made up and I took the car to American race cars and Travis and I spent over a month gutting it. And when it came out better than new, I mean, it, it, it literally had everything that I could ever think about or wish list on it. And so then we chased the 2016 ended up fourth by two points in the national. And, um, I, I looked at it as, uh, you know, kind of like a challenge. Uh, and that period of time, two years ago that Travis and I spent many, many Saturdays and Sundays working on it. Um, we got to talking about at, at American there in Millbury, which is basically Toledo, Ohio. Um, and we've been really close friends for years anyways. Um, if you were to throw a race as a promoter and, and throw it out there for the racers to participate in, you know, what would you want to see? You know, if you, if you had the, the cojones, um, you know, what would be awesome? And, and he and I both agreed what would be truly amazing would be a customer appreciation race where for no other reason did you get to participate in that you were already a customer. And so the idea spawned a couple years ago and we started to flesh it out here in the last several months uh, between Travis Colangelo, the, uh, the now sole owner of uh, American Race Cars, and his partner, Mark Horton, that, that, has, uh, that has shared the company for the last 12 years, is, uh, is retiring, that uh, Travis will be at the full helm going forward. And then Marco Abruzzi from Abruzzi Racing Transmissions and I, the three of us came together to form a partnership called Ace Ohio Events, LLC, and uh, we're going to throw the American Dream Summer Shootout the first weekend in June at the prestigious, newly re-grand open Dragway 42 in Salem, Ohio. Yeah, see, that's what it needed. It really, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to have, we're going to have a, we're going to have three $20,000 to win top ball bracket races, eighth mile. And, uh, then on Saturday night, um, we're going to, we're going to present an American race cars, you know, American dragster chassis, uh, shootout race. And people can come from all over with any type of car to run throughout the whole weekend, you know, any type of dragster, any type of door car, any type of roadster, and you can run Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and there'll be 20 grand to win each day. However, on, on Saturday night, the bonus race, the American shootout race, um, you have to stage up an, an American race car dragster um, built by Travis in, in Toledo. An American race car has to go down the track. And at the end of the night, you will win an American race car presented by American, um, sponsored by Summit Racing Equipment, painted by R&R Auto Body uh, they, uh, out, of, out of Cleveland, it will have sponsored items um, by Mosier Engineering, Penske Racing Shocks. Um, one of the cool features we have, similar to like a contingency program, if, you, if you're running an American race car and you've got Hoosier tires on it in the final round and you win the American race car and you've got Hoosiers on it, 
you're going to win a brand new set of Hoosiers. You'll leave with a race car that's painted and a brand new set of slicks. Um, it's going to have a digital delay from Charlie Hammer. Um, it's, I mean, we got we got some really cool you know uh, projects. It'll have seat belts and parachute by DJ Safety. I mean, this is going to be a flesh out, painted bad ride built by American Race Cars. That's and the only thing you awesome. have to have is an American race car. It's a totally free entry fee. Wow. And we're capping the race at uh, 375 cars for the weekend. We're doing pre-entries will open here in a couple weeks. Uh, we're doing $495 for the entry fee. And uh, you can run three days for 495 and it costs you zero to run uh, the bonus race. You just have to be entered uh, throughout the weekend. And you got a race Saturday night with American. So we're not going to let wow. you know some other chassis builder win, you know, and it'll be American right. versus American Saturday night. Right. Uh, now, so yeah, I mean, like it, it, it fleshed out two years ago, but we're we're excited. What do you guys think? I think it's freaking freaking awesome. Personally, I might have to unretire. <laughs> <laughs> Well, surely you've got at least one buddy that's got an American me that either he races or uh, you know it's sitting sitting in the shop. You'd be like, I need to borrow your car the first weekend of June 2018. <laughs> uh, now, uh, of all the times we've had you on, I know I know a lot of the times, not all the time, we've talked about how the market seems to have a lot of high dollar bracket races. These think it's on the cusp of being oversaturated or do you think that it's just a it's just a little chink in it and there's just so much more to go so much further to go you know it's possible we're we're nearing i mean with any business there's always a long diminishing diminishing marginal utility uh, you know right. so we we could be approaching that at some point I see what people are paying to run a national event. And, and, you know, I don't care what they say, the entry fee and the required requisite insurance is. um, But if you're handing a a sanctioning body $330 and you only get $1,800 to win and you're counting on the contingency sponsors to make up the rest of your money, and we've got some great ones. I mean, I, I can probably get 25 to 27 of them. Uh, at a national, you're still only going to walk out with eight to nine grand. So if you're going to give somebody over $300 a month or more before a national event, and then you're going to get a grand, where's the value for money for the time spent? You, you know, I, I love national event racing. Absolutely love it. Um, but I have to justify parking on a Tuesday or Wednesday and leaving on a Sunday to win, you know, give you 300 bucks to win eight grand, uh, versus pay you five to seven hundred dollars on some of these big money races for a weekend. And I run Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know, I might run four to five races for ten to twenty grand, or, or you know, even even what some of the promoters like Kyle Cows are doing, where you can win fifty to a hundred grand. I mean, one guy's gonna win it. Um, and there's going to be a lot of people that don't get paid, but I mean, if you can perform, um, and you're 
good enough. And even I, you know, I dare I say, if you're lucky enough, probably, probably get lucky more than one round in, throughout the night. Um, the winner of these, these big money bracket races is going to walk out with a ton of money. I mean, I, I hear a lot of races, racers where, you know, they, they spend 700 to a grand in a weekend. Um, and they're trying to make the split because, you know, once they start splitting back 50 grand or 20 grand to win, uh, there's still decent money there to be chopped up. Right. Uh, and I think where we could get into saturation is, is are there enough weekends available that if there's, you know, like Atco's Atco for years has had some huge races, 20, 25 grand to win. Um, they've had the 10 tucks, uh, the, the triple tens in Bowling Green, um, you know, the 50 in Michigan, that the Ledford family has been running for years and years. Uh, the tens that I think start this week, the fun in the sun stuff that Scotty Richardson puts on in Immokalee with the, you know, Thomas Hester and Frank Hester. There's, there's been big running bracket racing for years and years. I think where we could get into saturation is how many racers can afford to race every weekend locally and also still throw 500 to a grand in entries or buybacks every weekend. I, I think that number is going to diminish rapidly. Right. Just just my strategy or observation. Right. So Harrison, Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, we were, this was a couple months ago we had this discussion, and I used to race stock eliminator, and unfortunately I know quite a few stock and super stock racers that really look down their nose at bracket racers. They're... I, I said to one guy one time, I said, you know, I live, I'm two and a half hours from Norwalk. I said, mm-hmm. I used to get excited about going to the U.S. National. But if I was still yeah. racing today, instead of going to Indy on Labor Day, I would go to Norwalk for the 10 Grand Nationals they have. If I win, Dan Fletcher won Pomona this year, and I think he said with every sticker he could actually claim was ninety six or ninety eight hundred dollars. He told me he used to get nineteen thousand for a race. I said, So yeah. here's these guys. I know Indy's Indy, I know that, but they're spending a week for one chance to maybe win ten grand. I could go to Norwalk for not even half a week for three separate chances at ten grand to win. And I said, you know, who should be looking down whose nose at home? You know, they're running for 30 grand. Guys out there in Indy, and again, I know Indy's a big deal, but they're running for maybe 10 grand. The guys at Norwalk and Gals, they're running for three separate chances at 10,000 to win, and they don't need to spend eight or 10 days at a race to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that any because I've done both. I don't know that any racer should be looking at down at another racer. I mean, I think that that would be as preposterous as some guy that's like Seahawk or Seabass or Seabird. I don't know some racer that that runs like Outlaw, you know, with a chopped up Pro Mod car. And he wants to call bracket racers, you know, uh, you know, no racers. You know, I mean, if you're not, if you're not a X275 or 105 or whatever it is he runs, um, 
if, if you don't run his style racing, that he just thinks bracket racers are stupid. Well, you know, he matched up against a bracket racer, Disco Dean, at Clay City for 10 grand, one, one race in a bracket race, and he lost. And then he ran Disco in the stinky pinky car, and, it, you know, it's not like he had four car lengths on him in, a, in an eighth-mile race. You know, it's, it's late at night. The track is slick. And uh, I don't know that he didn't have him from the video I watched by a half a car, maybe a full car. Maybe Disco was even at his back tire or, or at his wheelie bars. But it wasn't like he just turned off and ran away from him. And unfortunately, Disco wrecked the car. But he's, he's back and, and uh, crazier than ever. Disco's a wild man. I love him. But, uh, you know, I don't know that, it, I don't know that a class racer should be looking down at a bracket racer. Or a black a bracket racer should be looking down at an index racer, saying, "Well, you're dumb for, you know, sitting there for four days." Running a national event's a, a totally different experience. Just like, you know, running ten or eleven rounds in a bracket race. You know, I've seen bracket racers finish at three, four in the morning, or or not finish at all, and have to start again, and they're not even down to the quarters, or they're down to the ladder, and they got to start over at eight a.m. because they didn't finish yesterday's race. You know, they they basically run all night. I I you know, I haven't seen it, but I've I've heard of Norwalk running until six in the morning. If the weather's good, they just keep racing, and the next day they start all over again. So, you know, who's crazy? Uh, it's just it's a different style of racing. I think drag racers should just all get together and pick on people that turn left. You know, and the rest of us are all drag racers. <laughs> well, I've always said, you know, I've I ran Stock Eliminator. I started out bracket racing my daily driver streetcar, and I've said I have respect for anybody that goes down a racetrack, whether it's, you know, Tony Schumacher and John Force, or if it's Joey Bag of Donuts making his second start <laughs> ever in, tro- in, yeah. in Trophy or Junior Dragsters. I said, if you race, you got my respect. I don't care what kind of racing you do it in. I got respect for you, and I um, I agree with you. I don't think anybody should think they're better than anybody because they do a particular type of racing, and the guy they're looking down at doesn't. Yeah, my dad started in trophy. You know, I mean, with with his with his older brother, you know, and and from there went to from you know small bracket racing with a street car. I mean, he he drove the car in with a cooler and a set of slicks, and he changed the tires at the track. My mom sat there and, you know, with a, a book and a lawn chair and he'd race all day and they'd change the tires, throw the cooler back in the trunk and off they go. So, you know, who, who am I to say that somebody that wants to spend 300,000 and run pro mod is, you know, poo on you or, or a guy that's only got, you know, enough money to enter 40 bucks at a local track for a bracket race. It's, it's a different style of racing. I, you know, I mean, it's probably farther than I need to go from a saturation standpoint, but, um, I, you know, I, I think racers want to race for their value. And a, and a guy that's got 500 bucks in his pocket, he's probably more apt to run um, two, three days to win 10, 20 grand or more or have the chance to do it uh, versus cool. somebody that's got 100 bucks and, and wants to run for five grand. I mean, hey, these division right. races, you pay 170 bucks, you can add up all the stickers you want. Um, I've looked at it, you know, cause you can't claim more than one company in the same product. Uh, I think I could walk out with like 3,500 bucks, you know, and I pay 170 to do it. Well, that's like a one day entry at some of these races for 10 grand. Hmm. So 
you've got everything lined up. You've got the track. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about the facility, where it's going to, where it is, and um, you know what the racers can expect when they show up. Yeah, Dragway 42 is located in Salem, Ohio. Uh, Ron Matcham and his son Kyle, um, they actually turned the track. They actually turned it a little bit to point it at a different angle. Uh, I don't know how many 600 acres or 1,000 acres that they have, so they have plenty of room on that campus. It's a huge facility, Uh, but they basically gutted it. I don't know how many tens of millions of dollars that he put into this amazing facility that he, that he's recreated. Uh, but they, they gutted it, started all over. And, uh, it's got these huge, like grassy hill embankments on each side of the track where fans can pull up to the top of the hill and tailgate and kind of look down on the racetrack. Um, he's got, you know, amazing light facilities, huge staging lanes on both sides of the track pavement, uh, on, on all the return roads, um, all over the place. I mean, they, they probably could park 500 race cars just on one side of the track and they've got two. Um, it's, it's a beautiful facility. Anybody that's been there, especially when there's race cars and rigs there, it's, it's, it's really impressive. I mean, they have, they've built a facility that will last decades. Um, cool. and this, this 2017 year, they didn't have a lot of bracket races. I think they got approached by quite a few promoters to to have an event there and you know we feel blessed colangelo abruzzi and i feel you know fortunate and uh that that we got chosen for their their big kickoff bracket race of the year and i think they've got like a eighth mile uh like an outlaw style class run what you run i think they call it like 660 outlaws they run like six events i think they're going to have a big three or four day uh huge motorcycle only race um, coming up in July, I think it was only like the second weekend of July. They're going to have a huge motorcycle race, uh, so that's going to be good. And it's, it's really, it's really exciting to see the investments that are going into racetrack facilities. I mean, for years, families like the Baders and um, in Norwalk or the Miller family, Royce Miller and stuff uh, over in uh, Buds Creek, Maryland. I mean, you've seen some quality facilities like Galat Motorsports, you know. Um, the Worksboro track and, and the reinvestment into Darlington. You know, it's pretty pretty cool to see. Nice. I got a question for you. Yeah. You have you have the money, you have the the power to make it happen. Jacob Elrod's gonna go build a, his dream racetrack. Tell me about how Jacob Elrod would go about designing it for the racers and for the fans for the racers and the fans. Um, if I had a magic wand, I would take something and build a hybrid of Norwalk's pit structure with grass and pavement on one side and asphalt on the other with a embankment and uh, a thousand foot bleachers like uh, Bristol and Darlington had for years for, you know, that, that concrete step experience. Yep. And then uh, like the Burton Smith, uh, Burton Smith, like wraparound tower that they have at uh, Charlotte for the four wide. That's, that, that's probably where I would start. 
I think maybe I should start playing the Powerball. I, you know, I think that's probably what it would take. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jacob. Yeah. Um, hey, Mike. I think it's um, – we talked a little bit on a show a couple months ago, but I think it's – you know, I do what I do, and I wasn't to the level of racer like you are, but would you say it's – <clears throat> Got to be, you know, it's a lot better deal if a person was a racer or still is or was at one time a racer to do the kind of races like you're planning on because as a racer, you've been there, done that, you know what the racers want. And kind of like with Dragway 42, you know, the Matcham family has a pair of Stalker or Cobra Jet newer factory Mustangs. Does it? Kind of help in a way to be having been there, done that yourself, so you kind of know what the racers would probably want. I think it does. I mean, I think it, it benefits that the three of us as partners have run so many different types of races. Uh, you know, fast top dragster racing, bracket racing locally. Um, we're, I mean, we're going to have a junior race on, on Sunday. We're going to pay fifteen hundred to win. Uh, uh, for a junior class age six to twelve, and fifteen hundred to win for age thirteen to seventeen, uh, and at a at a fifty dollar entry fee, that's um, that's an amazing bargain. Um, so you know, Marco has been as Marco's got two kids that are junior racers, so he's more familiar th- with that. Travis's American race cars, you know, and uh, Jimmy Dadis builds American juniors, so. Uh, I think it benefits us as, you know, being bracket racers, being class racers. Uh, my childhood was spent running the, the five days uh, at West Palm Beach and, you know, Bra- the Bradenton and Moroso series, um, watching my dad run for 10 grand. And, and if you didn't win on, on Thursday, you, you know, you went to bed at night and the next morning you woke up and you ran for another 10 grand. So I think it benefits uh, to be able to see so many different races done well over the years and some races that maybe just needed tweaked or maybe needed improvement. And we've, we've tried to take the three of us, um, what we would love to see in a race, Travis, myself and Marco have all agreed. Our cars will not go down the track, you know, so Travis is Americans, Marco's cars. Um, you know, my dad's two cars that I run, those cars aren't going to go down the track. Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. So we're not going to try to win our own race. I think we'll be busy enough as promoters, uh, you know, with the hospitality, the uh, the race control, the race direction to keep things moving so everybody can finish. You know, other other you know, not counting like a, an accident on the track or um, you know weather. We want to get done at a decent hour. It's something we love about drag racing is it, it, it's a big family experience. It's a big tailgate experience. So I think it benefits us kind of seeing well-run races like the Spring Fling and, and others um, with the type of money that people want to win and, and you know, have, have a chance to race after, and then also uh, the, the type of experience they want to have from the time they arrive to the time they leave. Very cool. Uh, I know some people who came up a while back on, might have been the drag race results, but about is it unethical or if it's this or that for the race promoter to either compete in his own race or have his car compete at his own race? So am I guessing yeah. that's just something? 
Okay. I don't know if it's. I don't know if I would use the word unethical. I'm not a fan of it. I've been at races where promoters' cars are going down the track, and and the and the that person's bought their own entry, or maybe the you know the allegedly the rumor is the promoter put that person in, you know, and and the the the, the that car's trying to win house money. I'm not a fan of it. You know, I just it, people can do it. It's their own race, and and. Uh, People can support it or not support it. It's 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 not for me to sling mud at it. Um, I'm not really a fan of it. So we just didn't want to do that at our event. We didn't want to feel like we were collecting money at the gate and we were going to try to beat people out of their money that they were paying us at the end of the night. Uh, and I think we're we're going to be busy enough trying to get all th- all three races in Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The bonus race and a junior race on uh, bonus race Saturday, juniors on Sunday morning. That. Um, you know, we'll be busy enough as promoters that we want to be able to enjoy the event as well. We want to enjoy seeing everybody come that I'd be too busy to run anyways. So uh, that's just where we're, we're viewing it from this standpoint. I know there's races that do, there's races that don't. Yeah, we well, got um, to gotta take your sister with you and keep her there and keep her busy. Well, yeah, you know, we're going to have a, uh, I think I'll keep her and my brother, busy we're gonna do uh instead of doing like a golf scramble uh thursday morning when you know people come in to park we're gonna have um you know we're gonna play some poker we're gonna play some texas hold'em uh thursday night um we're gonna do a family appreciation party friday night um you know we got some exciting stuff to see with that as well so we want to have a good time you know we want to be there to, to enjoy it as well and Jamie awesome. and uh, my whole family, you know, Jamie, my brother, Tony, my mom and dad, my sister, Travis's family, Marco's family. I don't know if it's just something that's in the water in Ohio, but yeah, we, our family, <laughs> they all know how to work. <laughs> Early awesome. brainwashing by parents or grandparents, I think. Maybe it's genetic. <laughs> there you go. All right, so what's the date again? So parking will start Thursday the 31st. And uh, 20K Friday, the 1st, June 1st, 20K Saturday morning, June 2nd, 20K to win Sunday, June 3rd. This is the weekend after Memorial Day. So, you know, you can go run Memorial Day races. There's, you know, there's big races all over. There's NHRA races. There's bracket races. Our event is the first weekend in June. And it is it is going to be a top ball race. I believe Norwalk has a bottom ball bonanza. So any of you ball, bottom ball or no box racers, there is a there's a bottom ball bonanza at Norwalk. You know I'm not afraid to co-promote somebody else's event. Uh, it is the weekend of the Chicago National event. So for you NHRA class racers, there is a little event. Uh, this amazing company called Jags puts on uh, Jags All Stars <laughs> will be the same weekend. <laughs> Uh, same weekend as our event. So first weekend of June, but it's, Hey, you know what? It's also a week before father's day. So I think, I think we're poisoned. I think the people in Ohio, you know, Pennsylvania, uh, lower Canada, Michigan, Indiana, even Kentucky, I think they've been looking for this style race for a long time. The weather doesn't always permit getting uh, a lot of good big money bracket races north of the Ohio river because you know, the, our, our season's shorter. And it's even shorter in Michigan or Canada. So uh, I think a lot of people are excited to have uh, 320s to win. And I think everybody that owns an American race car is excited to be able to get in that bonus race. Very cool. Uh, Facebook? 
uh, internet Facebook, website. You can, yep, you can find us on Facebook, uh, any one of our pages, Travis Colangelo, owner of American Race Cars, Marco Abruzzi, Abruzzi Racing Transmissions, Jacob Elrod, uh, Team Elrod. The official page, if you're going to link from any of our pages, the official page is the American Dream Summer Shootout. And we named it off of that, half of the three of us, we're all living the American dream. With where we come from, with our families, uh, how could you say with what Travis has built with American Race Cars or Marco Abruzzi and, you know, A&T Garage that his dad started, every one of us is living the American dream. And, and this, is, this is the way we want to give back to our customers and having the American Dream Summer Shootout. It's awesome. Uh, and if you look on the Wheels Up Radio Facebook page, You'll find that Facebook page for the American Dream in just a matter of seconds. I'm talking slow. Talking and typing. Purpose. <laughs> Don't and give him any bubble gum there, to chew. It's not <laughs> cooperating. There we go. And I click this little button right here, and it is officially up on the and it's live. page. So be sure to check it out. Click, so, like, share. Click. So, last question: I, Are we going to see you out here on the East Coast next year? You know what? I, you know, I, I haven't figured out the cloning process. Don't know if I would support it if, if I did, but I haven't figured out how to be in Chicago and run the Chicago national event and be at the American dream summer shootout at the same time. So since I can't go to Chicago and claim points, I'm going to have to claim national points because I do want to run at it. If I finish in the top 10, I can't let two silver cards go to waste. You know, I'm going to have to go to some national events. Uh, and if I had to pick one up, I'd love to go back to Reading. Uh, we got to go a couple years ago when we were chasing points. And it rained every day, all day. And I, that is kind of like the home track for Sunoco, my sponsor. So I'd love to go back. And now that they've moved the schedule, they had beautiful weather. I think it was even hot this year. I'd love to be able to go back when there's some sunshine and uh, enjoy that. Cool. Well, you can go that would be a, a good couple one. hundred you know miles what I did? more wait a minute, to the wait northeast. A what? I what? think about it. I did come to the East Coast last year. Uh, yeah, you I went, went to, to the Bud Southern Street, East Coast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I actually yeah, was paying. You know, I had I had two doubles, and uh, plus they had a five thousand dollar you know cash bonus on top of the uh, on top of the purse. I couldn't pass that up. Uh huh. I see. I see how you work. I see how it is. <laughs> So I came to the East Coast. You just didn't travel a little farther south, you know. To, I traveled to, to, to the correct in. location on the East Coast, then, is what you're saying. So it's my <laughs> fault. Are, well, let me ask you this. Are you guys coming back to the Indy? There was, like, some type of scheduling snafu, and it didn't happen. I was expecting to be, like, the fanboy with the big poster <sighs> signs, well, you know, in the audience with you guys doing a Wheels we, Up Radio live from we, Indy. We, well, you guys did, you and your sister did, you helped us out. Well, not say you didn't, because you did. Um, unfortunately, our man had a uh, major league scheduling conflict with his job. 
he was going to have he scheduled his vacation then they took his vacation away then they gave him his vacation back and then they took it away again so that just kind of took everything and threw it straight into the third circle of hell but uh hopefully um we will be there this year tentatively planning on Gator Nationals um uh, obviously oh. we'll be at um we'll be at um, the Summer Nationals again for the Wheels Up Radio live show. Um, hopefully, possibly even the Four Wides. Possibly um, the U.S. Nationals again, because that's one of Rob Jackson's favorite events. Um, if everything yeah. goes well and the stars aligned, I'm going to hit every divisional in Division One. So, See what happens. Yeah, I would love to go to the four rides again and compete. That was that's such an I love that race. I love, I know people don't like it. I love it. It's amazing. The power that's amazing. I love that they run Pro Mod. I hope they switch next year and finally get Top Alcohol Dragster and Alcohol Funny Car and I, I hope they would make them run four rides like the Pro Mods do. That's it's so cool to watch them live and in person when they're running four rides. Heck, I'd run 890 or 994 rides if they'd let us. Right. Well, now obviously, I'm, sh- I'm sure you know, um, Vegas is going to be four wide for next year too. So they got two races. Did they announce which one is going to be four wide? Because I know they're doing the work, right? Everybody's talking about that, but have they yeah, actually they're, announced yeah, they're schedule the, They're doing the earthwork now. Uh, hang on, I have the national schedule in front of me. Let me look and see if they list it. Well, right now, the way my schedule is, you're looking that up, we plan on starting our year at the Gators. So you'll have to come by and come see us at the Gators. I'll make you some I'll make you some lucky secret recipe tomatoes. Ah, uh, there we go. Uh, let's see. It doesn't say uh, Gideon C. Um, obviously, it lists the two national events in Vegas, but it doesn't say which one is going to be right. – um, I didn't think Four I saw wide. one yet. Yeah. I hope they don't do it in the spring since they uh, since they already have a spring full of wides, but I imagine they won't do it in the fall because that'll be the countdown. But that would be cool. That would shake things up for the countdown. <laughs> that would. People would lose their know. minds just a little bit more. Oh, yeah. On, oh, one, yeah. on one message board, it said that I guess they – were under the impression that it was going to be the spring race because there would be back-to-back races in the spring that would be four wide. So I don't know if that's true or not, but that's kind of what they were thinking. That would be crazy wild. I just got a message from somebody that said, yes, back-to-back four wides. I'm a fan. I'm right now. We can we can be fighting in the streets to anybody that doesn't like it. I'm just a fan. I think it's awesome. And, and you know, yeah, I tell you, I, anybody that has not experienced it in person, if you watch it on TV and you hate it, you have to experience it in person. There is something insane out of this world to be at the track when all four nitro cars hook up and make a pass down the track. It, it doesn't always happen with pro stock, uh, you know, or the bikes. Uh, or when the when the fuel cars, when only a couple get down the track. But when it does happen and they all make a pass, it's unreal. It overloads your senses. And if you do get the chance 
to be on the starting line when all four of those cars disappear, you're standing there and it's this like God stops time moment and the cars are standing there and you have all that nitro and the fumes and the cloud and all the noise and the lights light up and there's there, you can see all those big tires in front of you. And then all four of them are just gone. And it's magical. Right. Right. And there's no way you can't be a fan of drag racing when it happens. Right. Hey, Jacob, could you or some of your race partners, maybe you guys could give me some advice because we were a couple of us. We, I got to the track at Hagerstown last weekend on Friday for our race. And we were talking about, and somehow I got on the subject and I said, you know, that I competed in my own races, the stock super stock races. We only had, you know, 40, 45 cars back then for Hagerstown, but I've done it seven times in my life. I have five first round losses one second-round loss, and one race I got DQ'd in tech because of a crack in the windshield. So I was telling the guys there, I said, if I were going to, you know, stack the deck in my favor, I kind of suck at it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do get your point about not the promoters probably should not be racing because if something does happen – then a racer will say, oh, yeah, you let him get the win because it's your car or your buddy's car. Yeah, and I've been at races when it's happened, and I can't – I mean, there's, there isn't a bone in my body with, with any time it's happened where I have at all thought that something was done in the tower to, to rig the, the reaction time or to make the wind light come on uh, or the way they paired up in the lanes, or the way they manipulated the ladder, the buys, or anything like that, I can't say I've ever really thought, oh, man, that's just so dirty. I've just been there when it's happened, and then it starts, the rumble starts in the pits, like a bunch of disgruntled racers, you know, that are superstitious and think the big bad boogeyman was out to get them. And, uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're going to have an event and all indications show that we're going to sell out 375 cars. And if that's the case, you know, we're going to have an awesome event and there's going to be big money paid out. And, uh, we got a bunch of prizes from company like stainless works and Wiseco and, um, DJ safety and, um, you know, John's transmission and a bruisey transmission is going to have transmissions and converters. And I mean, there's just going to be a lot of cool prizes in addition to the, the purse money. Um, I don't need it. You know, I don't, I don't need one of my cars going down the track. Um, I want to have a great race. I want to have a race that everybody talks about that says, Oh my God, did you go to, did you go to uh, the American Dream? Did you go to the race that Bruzy Colangelo and Elrod put on? It was it was so awesome. We had such a great time. That's really what I want. I want and I want to see it happen in Ohio. So I, I can't say that I've I've seen it happen, uh, and I can't I can't imagine one person that really knows me or my two partners that could even say it to my face or behind our back that would think that we're dirty. I can't think of one person that would think that. I think that's what's so unique about the two partners that I have 
that uh, that one person would even say that you know anything in, improper went on. Uh, I just don't want somebody even to have the opportunity to say it. So that's why we're going to just take that uh, exclusion out. I can understand that. And what you said about other than the ten grand nationals at Norwalk, I can't. You know, I live on the Pennsylvania Ohio line. Quaker City's my home track, but. Up this way, there's not, other than Norwalk, been a lot of big yeah. money racing well, in Ohio uh, or really all that far up north. So it's yeah. kind of really cool. I'm sure a lot of people are going to – I've seen how packed Quaker – when I worked at Quaker City, how packed it got for, you know, 1,000 to win Friday, 2,000 on Saturday, 2,000 on Sunday. So I can't imagine how packed 42 with it being a new track and a top-of-the-line facility – you know, you guys should, if the weather is decent, you yeah. guys should have a great race. You know, uh, Greg that runs uh, and owns um, Pittsburgh Raceway Park, the Keystone Raceway, yeah. they they, yeah, have, they have, a have a huge couple. triple ten. They have a top ball race, and then later on in the year they have a bottom ball national, so he's got a great race. That's not far. Um, there's an ultimate 64 race at Kilcare, which is south of Dayton. Michael Beard and Loose Rocker has uh, – I want to say he's got 320s in July. 320s are very similar to our race, similar entry, similar payout, uh, and that's at Killcare in July. Uh, we just happen to have it at Dragway 42. I think there's a lot of people excited because they've seen photos on Facebook. They saw all the work and the dirt and the concrete that went in, and they've heard rumors, and they haven't experienced it yet. Uh, you know, just because of the 2017 schedule, a lot of people didn't get to race at 42, but they're excited to try it. And then uh, I think just the the format we're going to run. I don't know. I don't know any other chassis builder that's that's uh, giving back. You know, a painted race car uh, with extra goodies. You know, just because you came to his race and you had one of his race cars. But that's you know that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna attempt, and we're guaranteeing it's gonna happen. That's awesome. You know, huge congratulations to you for you guys all to get yeah. together and pull this off. Yeah, and you know, I mean, Ohio, Pennsylvania, we get some crazy weather. Who knows? It could be snowing uh, in you know the first weekend of June. We do have the rain date <laughs> already scheduled with that. the track. No, it could, it <laughs> could. You know, we that. got <laughs> we, you know, we we uh, we've got the rain date scheduled. I believe it's uh, September thirteenth, fourteenth, and fifteenth. So we already have that plan for our rain out uh, date, uh, schedule-wise. And, uh, hey, who knows? Everything goes off, uh, you know, amazing in June weather-wise. Uh, who's to say we don't throw, uh, you know, another badass event in September and uh, maybe we get more creative with the prizes? There you go. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, not to say that conversation hasn't already happened, but who knows what could happen in September. Uh, I can read between the lines on that one. <laughs> well, listen, Jacob, really? it's always fun to talk to you. It is, and it's, yeah, you, you know, please keep me, um, you know, keep me up to date with everything, and we'll be sure to share it. You know, obviously yeah. it's a ways away, but still, can never be too prepared. Yeah. Yeah, shout out so. to all the current, you know, divisional champions, uh, the PDRA champions, the the NHRA world champions, uh, you know, Austin Williams that that uh, that 
won super comp since that's my class. And, uh, you know, I'm still rooting for John LaBouche Jr. Anybody that wants to fit fight, that's my boy. He's still leading by three points. So, uh, you know, I'm not hating on anybody that's chasing him. However, I want to see my boy, Boo Boos, little, little Boos, finally get him a championship. So, believe me, I'm rooting for like a first or second round loss for any other competitor. There you go. Loose caboose all the way. <laughs> Loose caboose. <laughs> That's what God. The, the one and only Jacob Elrod, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, guys. Hey, check out our Team Elrod page or American Dream Summer Shootout. And uh, stay tuned between now and June. We'll catch you guys at PRI, maybe. We'll be there. We'll go live uh, at least one of the days or more. Uh, anybody that follows our Instagram feed has probably seen, you see the Team Elrod family shenanigans happen more or less on the Instagram page. We keep the uh, Team Elrod Facebook page more for the results, you know, business up front. Instagram is party in the back. NHRA nine ninety world champ and two thousand and sixteen IHRA nine ninety world champ. When I need the latest in sportsman drag racing news, I tune into Wheels Up Radio Live Wednesday nights at seven PM Eastern. Check out Wheels Up Radio on Facebook and follow me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Team Elrod. You guys do such a great job. Thank you. All right, guys, well, I got to jump on here. Surprisingly, I actually have a business conference call with my partners. We got to formalize some sponsors that came in today so we can get our flyer put out. All right, keep me in the loop there, Jacob. Yeah, hey, if you come to the Gators, you better come find me. I will, sir, I promise. All right, awesome. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Jacob, all right, everybody. Uh, Have a good night. (laughs) Yeah, boy. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good night. Bye. Uh, that guy cracks me up. One of, one of the people I think I could honestly talk to every week. Yeah, and get some people to know. We've had a few guests that are kind of real, you know, short with their answers. And you have guests like Jacob, you could go, you know, an hour and a half and it wouldn't be long enough. Absolutely. All right, listen, why don't we... Grab a break, and we'll be right back. Just like drag racing, it's all about having the power you need when you need it. It's the same for your business. You need power to keep the lights on and business humming. That's where Power Technologies Electrical Contractors comes in. Your single source electrical contractor for all your industrial, commercial, retail, and fire alarm needs. Proudly serving New Hampshire, Massachusetts, and Maine, PowerTech has the staff and the equipment to get your project done on time and on budget. It's all about the power at Power Technologies Electrical Contractors. Call them at 603-898-4223. That's 603-898-4223. Or check them out online at powertechnh.com. Hi, my name is Hector Arana, rider of the Lucas Oil Pro Stock Motorcycle. When I need the latest in drag racing, news, and interviews, I tune in to Wheels Up Radio Live on Wednesday nights, at 7 p.m. Eastern.
my friends are eating steak, it's slow. Wait for them to ask you who you know. Please don't make any sudden moves. You don't know the half of the Some songs just do it for you. Yeah, yes, indeed. You know, sometimes just certain songs, even me, you know, just sitting here in my room and I hear a song on the radio and I got a TV on the Comcast. We have Comcast and I always have a music station playing and sometimes you just got to turn it up a couple notches on the volume. 
This is true. It's like this. This is one of my favorites, too. I guess I didn't know. I guess I didn't know. I get asked all the time is, why do you do this? Why do you spend long nights in garages and spend all the money you make and drive hundreds of miles to places in the middle of nowhere? <laughs> that answer's simple. I do it all for the glory. They keep asking me, what's it all about? I say to be mentioned in the lights of AG South. I say the big checks in the word of mouth. Legend spread about how you wouldn't save. It was a burn down. It's the way your life wouldn't get it unless you heard me. Chase this dream. Often and early. Just trying to do the unthinkable. Both millions, one year, a young Jeff Birdie. It doesn't matter how you get to the check. Street or strip, just bring the cash. When to pay that rent, like I'm AJ Ash. Night moves like a Burn Jones. So duck here, you won't hear us quack. We built these cars and you can bury me. No regard for our own lives. This is everything. If you want your split, you can visit Dairy Creek. It was cool. When I talked to uh, PJ a couple of weeks ago, they he's in uh, the studio doing writing sessions, getting ready to uh, to lay down some new tracks. So it's all the information he would tell me, but uh, it's always cool. We've talked to him a few times, and he always says he'll come on wherever he's got time. So we're gonna we'll get him on again. Um, but he's he's a cool dude. He's he's real. He's down to earth. And uh, I asked him a couple weeks ago if he'd do me a favor, and uh, he obliged, and he gave uh, one of our racers up here in the Northeast uh, a call at their house and talked to her and um, their son for a few minutes. So it was pretty cool. He's 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 the real deal. So that's 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 a hard thing to find nowadays. So, but. Getting back to the to the job at hand here. We only got like twelve minutes left. Um Pomona's this weekend, you know, the uh, the end of the two thousand seventeen season. Um next Monday will be our 
final Wheels Up Radio weekend wrap-up show for 2017. We will be off Thanksgiving week and Christmas and New Year's week. Um, but there's still lots going on, and uh, the whole pro stock thing's going to play out over the winter. Who knows what's going to go on with uh, the Larry Dixon deal. Um, I got a teleconference I'm going to do next week to uh, try and get somebody on. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I think that pretty much is it. Unless I missed something, Mike. Um, no, but we were, you know, the postdoc deal and then the Larry Dixon deal and in case anybody hadn't heard it yet, Larry Dixon was building. It was a two-seat, but I believe it was in-line seats. It wasn't side-by-side, correct? In-line. It was a two-seat top-fuel dragster, and I guess maybe I'm incorrect on it, but I guess they used an old chassis and added on to it, and it still had the chassis certification tag on the old chassis, which obviously would be, but this new thing would have to be redone. And uh, obviously NHRA, SFI, and different, there wouldn't be specs for a, you know, a two-seat top fuel car. It's never been done. So apparently Larry, for that invalid uh, chassis certification thing, received an indefinite, suspension, which to me seems a little very much like overkill. They could have fined them or did something. I mean, Larry doesn't even run all that often. I think he ran twice or maybe three times this year. He's been running an alcohol funny car, but driving for, I believe, um, the guy that Tony Bartone has driven for, worked with in the past, and... um, but Larry was given an indefinite suspension, which, again, to me, seems kind of stupid, kind of overkill. But, um, you know, it's like the golden rule. You know, when HRE has the gold, they'll, they'll make the rules, apparently. Right. Yeah, um, I have reached out to Larry. We have contact with him. Um, haven't heard anything back yet. Kind of wouldn't be surprised if I don't. Um, my guess is it's probably jumped right into legal hands. Who knows for sure, though? Yeah, you did. And you never know what might come out of uh, PRI in a few weeks. So. Um, and if, 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 Larry's thing has, if Larry's thing has entered into legal things, it's probably like you watch things on the news, you know, even local to me. You know, you can't comment on an on- ongoing investigation or an ongoing you know, legal action or whatever. So, you know, Larry might be like, he might, his hands might be tied. He couldn't come and talk about it even if he wanted to. Right. So we'll we'll see how it plays out. Like I said, PRI is coming up in a few weeks. Um, See what happens. So like I said, Pomoda's world finals this weekend. Wheels up radio weekend wrap up show wraps up. It's 2017 season next Monday night. We will obviously be back next Wednesday night. But um, I think for now, I want to thank our guest, Jason Lawrence, 
the, our uh, our comedy relief and promoter and drag racer extraordinaire, Jacob Elrod. And congratulations again to Jason and his lovely wife on the birth of young James. Um, welcome to the to the family of drag racers, James. And uh, we're already we're, I'm already working on finding you a car, James. I, I I have a lead for your father. I know you can't hear me, but that's okay. We'll talk. <laughs> so, and there's going to be a crazy. Well, we have to warn him. There will be a crazy lady at the Division One banquet looking to uh, hold him and hug him and pretty much keep him occupied for the rest of the evening, so mom and dad can have fun. I won't say her name, Carrie Corey. So, with that being <laughs> said, uh, Carrie's awesome. So, with that being said, I do believe, once I scr- scroll up my screen here and get ready to for this little, little old button right here, I'm going to pass the mic off to Mr. Carr for those most famous words in motorsports. <laughs> well, good luck. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, good luck if you're racing at Pomona or racing anywhere this weekend. All right, Mike, thank you as always. Carrie, thank you for chiming in all evening. Thank you, Jacob Elrod, Jason Lawrence, and again, congratulations on the birth of James Lawrence to you and your lovely wife. Have a great night, everybody. We'll be back Monday night, Wheels Up Radio Weekend Wrap-Up Show, 7 o'clock. See you. This concludes our broadcast day. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.